You're listening to How It All Works, Convos and Collabs. Helping businesses, brands, and thought leaders understand the positive impact of live streaming. Live streaming. And now, here's your host, live video consultant and coach, Kirk Nugent. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So good to be here. So good to be back with our third installment of the live video strategy series. Our first was on defining your brand, defining your brand. Our second, our second last week was on building an online community, building an online community. First, we talked about defining your brand. We talked about your brand being you uniquely, unapologetically, unequivocally you. And as you mine you, as you understand you you understand what it is you have to give to the world right so we talked about that in our branding and then we talked about building an online community how it is a two-way street that it's communication that that it it's 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 a part of a organism right it it it, it evolves out of a natural communication spirit and place and nature and we're excited that some of you guys have been Absolutely. I mean, the feedback we've received on both of those episodes have been amazing and we're excited about both of those. Today, we're going to be talking about now you have your content. You have been defining your brand. You've been moving forward. You have been building a community around what it is you want to do. You've identified your perfect person. You've sought them out. You've gone into those places. You've placed valuable content in those spaces so that they could understand that you don't only know them, but that you have their best interest in mind. In fact, you've shared with them from a vulnerable place that that this answer I'm giving you is not something that I'm, I've heard in a book, but it's something that is coming from my lived experience. So you've done those things and now you're saying it's a bit much. <laughs> no, no, let's be honest. Let, let's, we're going to keep it a stack. We're going to keep it a hundred today. It's a bit much. It's a bit much to book the guests. It's a bit much to respond to all the comments. It's a bit much to do the search engine optimization and tag the video and do the chapters and write the copy and do the meme posts and take out the snippets and put out the clips. It's a bit much. It's a bit much to get the flyer scheduled and designed. It's, it's a bit much to, to reach out to brands and tell them, here's my community. Here's what I, it's a bit much. If you, if you understand what I mean when I say it's a bit much, then type that in the chat right now. It's a bit much. It's a bit much. It's a bit much to, to follow up with somebody who has a very specific comment and it, it has to be answered in a specific way, but I want to engage with this person because this, this person has a need and I know where this person is. It's a bit much. If you feel that, talk to me in the chat. Tell me it's a bit much. I, I get it. When I tell you I understand, I have been there. It is a bit much. I, I'm not here to tell you to suck it up. I'm not here to tell you that what you're feeling is not valid. I'm here to tell you that you are actually correct. It, 
it is a bit much. And I'm going to tell you that if you continue like this, you'll burn out. You will burn out. One of the things that, you know, I've shared, somebody shared with me as I was getting into this whole content creation space is that if you never treat it like a job, if you never treat it like a business, you will never get paid. And I said to myself, okay, because a lot of people get into the content creation space thinking, ah, oh, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to collect a bag full of money. I'm man, this is the easy road. What do you mean by treat it like a job? Why, why would I treat it like a job? No, I don't want to treat it like a job. I want to treat it like it's fun. I want to have fun with this thing. <laughs> my, my, my coach told me, you've got to put on the calendar when you're going to engage online. Like when you're going to go into the groups and say something to them. When you're going to comment and respond and post the, the value. You got to put it on your calendar. I'm like, that sounds like work. But if you never treat it like a job, you'll never get paid. And here's the thing. Paid doesn't necessarily mean money. We all have our end goal. Whatever it is we're doing content creation for, whatever it is we're doing live video for, there is an end goal that we hope to reach. And if we intend to reach that goal, whatever that goal is, we have got to be systematic. We've got to be systematic systematic whenever when you hear the terms automate scale monetize all we're saying is that you need systems you need systems it is a bit much and you need some systems let me put my first question on the screen so for my folks out there i know that it takes a while i know there's a bit of a delay i want to say a word of welcome to my podcast crew but we are asking the question right now what is a system what is a system what is a system and what does a system enable you to do i don't want to just give you the answer right <laughs> <laughs> for my podcast crew, for my replay squad, love you guys. Love seeing your comments. Love engaging with you guys. Drop us an email, info at how it all works. We want to hear from you as well. Write down your notes as, as the podcast is going along and then let us know, engage with us to, to tell us what it is you answered when you saw this, when you heard these questions, when you saw these questions as well. What is a system, number one, and then... Number two, what does a system enable you to do? What does a system enable you to do? Now, now, you know, a system, a system, I mean, when we, when we look at the entire big picture, right, uh, in terms of we want to automate, automate what? We want to automate our processes, we want to automate the things that we have to do that are repetitive. We want to automate some things, but what's the purpose for the automation? We want to scale. What does scale mean? Scale it denotes that we want to be able to take on more, and we want to be able to have the capacity to manage that more that they've placed on us. So the systems that we build, that we put in place, the systems enable us to 
take on more. The systems enable us to have those processes and procedures, the automation. Those systems enable us to be more effective and efficient. Systems are critical. Systems are critical. Let me see what we got here. So, so Gary Jones says, organized steps to con- completed task, integration of technology to complete task while you are completing other tasks. Kirby and Friends says, system equals process or routine, and it also equals success. Thank you so much, Kirby. I like that answer. System equals process or routine, and it also equals success. What is a system? Here's, here's an answer. Here's a definition for you. A set of principles or procedures according to which something is done, an organized framework or method. An organized framework or method. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say this a couple of times, so maybe write it down. I don't know. If you have to do something more than once, and it is the same set of steps, you might want to create a system. If you have to do something more than once and it's the same set of steps, you might want to create a system. Here's what nobody will tell you about automation. If you don't have a system, there's nothing to automate. You've got to create the procedure, the process, the system in order for you to automate it. Now, a lot of times, anytime you know, we hear about AI, we hear about automation, we hear about these things, we immediately go to the larger conversation or the larger context where we have programmers and we have programs and we have AI and it's all doing the things, okay? It doesn't have to be that special. Let me give you an example. Uh, I have in my draft box... Right. And then, of course, my 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 uh, my team and I have a system that we use a, a system called Freshdesk uh, to be able to respond. We have all of our email addresses integrated into that. So info at how it all works, a contact us, your composition. All of those are integrated into Freshdesk. And so my my VA and uh, some some other team members are able to go in there and see the messages that are coming in. And in that system, along with my mailbox, I have drafts. I have drafts in my mailbox in my gmail mailbox and then in the system in the in the fresh desk we also have canned responses canned responses why because there are some questions that we routinely get and if i have to type that email more than once i'm going to save it as a canned response this is an automation this is a system it could be that simple It could be that simple because at the end of the day, you want to save time. You don't want to be inundated. You don't want to be overwhelmed. You may not be at the place where you have a team. And so just having it in your draft box, not having to search through who did I send that to before? Uh, I can't remember who I sent that to. Let me see if I can find the person I sent that to so I can, you know, tailor it. No, no, no. Take the time right when you created that email for the second time to save it as a draft, right? Anonymize it so that there's just a few places to fill in that are specific to the person you're responding to so that you can respond quicker the next time. This is an automation. This can be a 
assistant. Seesaw Studio says, it's the tone or process that sets up your standard. A strong one is the backbone of your brand. A system. The second question asks, what does a system enable us to do? What's good, Geraldine? What's good, David Hunt? What's good? I see a lot of folks chiming in. What does a system enable us to do? I have a, I have a set format that I send to my graphic designer for flyers for my show. All I have to do is plug in the details that the guest sends to me when they fill out the Calendly link to be on the show. You see, you see what I'm talking about? There's, there is a conversation that takes place with the guest. Once the guest has agreed, I send them to the Calendly link. They fill out the link. That, those, those blanks that they filled in in the Calendly link are the input for the flyer so that the graphic designer can take that and kick out a desired product. This is a repeatable process. This is a system. And the way that I'm able to automate it is because I know what those repeatable steps are. What does a system enable you to do? Systems, catch this, and processes allow you to create consistent experience for you, consistent experiences for you, your team, your vendors, and your clients. And when you have consistency, you are able to track effectiveness, efficiency, profitability, and quality. Did you catch what I said there? When you have consistency, you are able to track effectiveness, efficiency, profitability, and quality. What does a system enable you to do? It enables you to create consistent experiences for you and your team. And when you have consistency, you can track some things. You can track some things. Living Water Quilter with Geraldine says, streamlined workflows save time. <laughs> they, they save time. I love that. Systems equal sustainability. Systems equal sustainability. What did I say? What did we talk about at the beginning? We said, it's a bit much. And a lot of you put it in the comments as well. It's a bit much. It's, it's a lot. And if we continue down that path, if we continue down that natural progression of that thought process of us saying that it's a lot, that general realization that this is a lot, what we end up with is I'm going to stop. Because it's not sustainable. So when we talk about automate, scale, monetize, we're talking about putting the framework in place for us to go for the long haul. I often get this question from fellow content creators, from fellow live show hosts, people saying, you know, brands even are like, man, how are you able to do the show week after week after week after week after week? 
how are you able to 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 develop that level of <laughs> consistency? It's because I put some systems in place. If you want something to live long after you have checked out, you've got to develop a system. It says it right there on the screen. Go ahead and write it down. Systems equal sustainability. Systems equal sustainability. And so I want you to walk away with this. You've got to develop a habit of building systems. You, you, you should see systems all over. <laughs> Man, I'm emailing this person for the fifth time and I'm emailing the same thing just with some slightly different details. I need to create a system. Man, I'm going back to Fiverr again to find the same person that did the flyer for me the last 20 times. I need to get a system in place with this person so we can work more directly and we can be more effective and efficient. Can't keep on doing the exact same thing because doing this this way, the original way, the way that I did it the first time is a heavy lift. It's a heavy lift and you shouldn't have to do the heavy lift every single time. Every single time I see somebody saying replay squad. Absolutely. I miss some of this. I will have to get the replay. Yes, David Hunt, you can get the replay. Laura Williams, what's good? Thank you so much for being here. Kirby and friends is clapping. Develop a habit of building systems. Develop a habit of building systems. We're not going to stay the entire time today. At least I don't think so. Because I do want to hit you with some of this stuff and give you some homework. So here, here is a question I want you to, 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 yeah, to, to really mull over right as we get ready to take our, our quick commercial break. This is the question. For your live show, content creation, mastermind, or online courses, do you ever feel burned out do you ever feel burned out do you ever feel it's too much i I, man oh i have the mastermind group this week oh my gosh oh i oh i'm it's too much Do you ever feel burned out for your live show, your content creation, your mastermind group, whatever it is. Some of you may just have one of these things. Some of you have all, some of you have maybe a fraction of them. I don't know. Some of you are looking at the list and you're already saying, ah, it's too much. I feel burned out already just looking at it. I want you to mull that over. I want you to think about your answer to that question while we get into this video from our sponsor. Mental health affects how we think, feel, and act as we cope with life. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. It's important at every stage of life. 57 Northampton is an Alabama-based organization that works to provide mental health therapy to those without access, utilizing fun and engaging ways to teach healthy coping strategies. 57 Northampton is home to adult coloring night, the work it out class, mental health first aid, and the love hunt. For more information, visit 57northampton.com. Together, we can cope, learn, 
and thrive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 57 Northampton is our sponsor for this month and shout out to them for taking a chance on us, right? I mean, thank you so much, Jasmine, for putting that comment, for putting 57 Northampton's uh, website in the comments on YouTube. Thank you so much for that. Shout out to them for taking a chance on us, all right, for, for supporting this content in a way that is meaningful and tangible. And we're excited to partner with them. They provide mental health coping strategies and counseling, access to professional trained counselors for those who don't have it, who cannot afford it, who would never get it otherwise. They make it possible for them to get that. And I think that's an amazing thing. What a feat. And I'm guaranteeing to you, (laughs) just to tie it back in, that they have systems in place. To be able to deal with what they're doing on a day-to-day basis, they've got to have systems. They've got to have systems. (laughs) Um... There is a, I'm trying to think this thing through. There is a direct correlation between the systems you set up in your business and the amount of freedom that you have. There is a direct correlation to the systems, between the systems you set up in your business, in your content creation, in your live show, and the amount of freedom that you have. If you want to have freedom, if you want to automate, you want to scale, what do I mean by scale? I mean bringing more people on the team, not necessarily paid, but getting more hands involved. I've got my little cousin doing some stuff for me. I farm out some work on Fiverr. I farm out some work on Upwork. They're not necessarily team members, and I'm not paying a full salary, to be clear, but I'm scaling because I want to be able to have capacity to take on more, number one. Number two, I want some freedom. But I can't take on anyone unless I take, unless I put together a system. There is a direct correlation between the systems you set up in your business and the amount of freedom that you have. Jasmine Stewart says, systems and structures freeze your mind to focus on the things that you excel, right? That That excite you. Leave automation to the systems. Leave the rudimentary step-by-step-by-step type tasks to automation so that you can focus on the thought work. You can focus on your passion. You can focus on giving people uniquely you, which is your brand. But these other pieces of the puzzle must be done so you want to have systems in place so that you can bring people in so that you can make that load a little lighter. You can make that load a little lighter. Oh man, there's there's so much I want to share here. Zoom, I have Zoom integrated with my Calendly and BMAC. Buy me a coffee. So there are things that these systems are doing for me that when I send people to those systems, There's an entire process that's done. I evaluate software applications platforms that I'm going to use based on how many check boxes can I check off if I use this system. What can I say is in the done column without me touching it if I'm using this system? If I'm having to manually touch it 
every single time to make it work. Oh, no, then I'm good. Can't tell you the last time I logged into Calendly other than to change the appointments that I have on my booking page. But the integration just works. People come to the site. I have it embedded on the site. Several places all over the site. Schedule a meeting. Schedule a meeting. Schedule a meeting. It just works. My VA does the chapters for my videos. This video, when it's done, will have chapters by, let's say, Wednesday, because she's going to go in, watch the video, and put the chapters in. We went through the process. We went through the system of how I want my chapters set up. Now, I totally am hands-off where that process is concerned. I got to have the chapters, but I don't want to do it. (laughs) So I create a system to free me up to do what it is I know I'm best at. Here's here's another thing I want to share with you. Okay, this is something I'm asking you to do. Both you guys who are watching the replay, people who are watching or listening to the podcast, try to get in touch with yourself. Yes, yes. Go through this process. If you post a piece of content online and if you treat yourself as if you're a fan of you and you see that piece of content, maybe it's a quote me, maybe it's a a clip, a 60 second clip, a reel, a story. Maybe it is an actual video. Maybe it's a live stream. How do you get in touch with you? How do you get in touch with you? What does that process look like? You want to see another piece of automation? Here it is. I'm going to put it in the chat and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to encourage my folks online, uh, my folks on the podcast and folks who are, are going to be watching the replay to check this link out. It's Kirk10klive.com. I'm putting it in the chat for you to see it, for you to click on it. Kirk10klive.com. This is one, just one automation scaling hack that I want you to see. It's a digital, it is a digital business card. When I go to a meeting, when I go to a networking event, when I go somewhere where somebody says, hey, do you have your card? I simply show them the QR code on my phone and they are able to scan it, add to contacts, but check out the card. Check out the card. Check out all of the links that are on the card. I don't want to have to put the person's number in the phone and text them. I don't want to have to feel around in my pockets or in my bag to try and find a paper card. I don't even want to have to figure out which email address I'm going to give this person. I just pull up my phone show them the QR code, they scan it with their phone, and I say to them, scroll to the bottom and hit add to contacts and drop me a message when you get a chance. Done. We've got to create the systems that will enable us to be free to do other things. A lot of people don't want to do the work because it is a heavy lift to begin with, but once it's done, it's done. Once it's done, the next thing that you will have to do is to revise it. 
is to tweak it, is to fine tune it. And fine tuning is way easier than creating from scratch. Fine tuning is way easier than having to repeat a step-by-step process over and over and over and over again. If you want sustainability in your live show, in your content creation, in your business, you're going to want to create some systems. If you have to do the same steps twice, you need to build a system. If you have to build the same, if you have to do, man, (laughs) if you got to do it, if you have to do the exact same thing more than once, you've got to build a system. Put something together so that you don't have to do that a fifth and a tenth and a thirtieth time. Because by the 50th time you do that thing, you will get tired. You will get sloppy. You will get disgruntled. You may not do it correctly. And you will for sure burn out. You will for sure burn out. If you. You will for sure burn out here. I see some of you are commenting as well. You want to be free. I see you, Danita. You've got to build out systems. You, you want you want more time to do all of the things that are in the course of your day Then you've got to build out systems. You got to build out systems. There is a I'm going to say it one more time. There is a direct correlation between the systems you set up. And the amount of freedom you have. The direct correlation between the systems you set up and the amount of freedom that you have. Uh, Let's see what we got here. Gary Jones says working smarter, not harder. David Hunt says gold. Living Water Quilter says gold. Jasmine says this is so good. Automate and scale brings you one step closer to entrepreneurship independence. Donna Howell says got it. Kirby and friends puts a light bulb in there. Schmidt list is clapping. I love it. I love it. Comments are coming in. Danita says, build systems. I came at the right time. Schmidt list says, I run a business, do a live show, a podcast, coach business owners and have a family. Systems are everything. Systems are everything. There are five stages of business growth. I am not going to talk to you about all five stages. Okay, what I will tell you is that many people get stuck in stage two. And stage two is the survival stage. We must move from survival to the self-sustainability stage by putting systems in place. We must move from the survival stage And into the self-sustainability stage by putting systems in place. (laughs) Uh, Seesaw Studio says, build the foundation and the house stays secure. Survival stage is not the stage you want to stay in. Survival stage is the Hunger Games. (laughs) It is where great, phenomenal ideas, businesses, 
uh, entrepreneurs, live shows, content creators, that's where they go to die. If you want to make money, if you want to get to your end goal with your business, your practice, whatever it is, you got to put some systems in place. And let me be clear, your systems are the key to be able to monetize. Your systems are the key to be able to monetize. And I know a lot of people are like, oh yeah, this is the part I, I came for. I saw the automate the scale, but, I, but this is the monetize part that I came for. You can't monetize if you don't have the capacity to scale and you can't scale until you have some systems in place that allow you to automate what you're doing. I can run a brand through my system and churn out a consistent result every time because I have this process. Well-defined, very refined, over time, we've iterated and innovated that system to deliver an optimal experience for both myself, my team, and the client, and the brand, and the end user or end viewer. We've got to move from survival stage and into the self-sustainability stage of business growth by putting systems in place. Now, I want to give you some practical pieces here, and then we're going to close it out. Practical, practical action steps. Some may even call these homework. <laughs> uh, practical. This is the part. I mean, if you, if you didn't have your pen and paper out before, I would ask you to go ahead and grab your pen and paper right now because this is it right here. <sighs> here we go. Let's get these practical responses. We only got 10 minutes left. Practical response. Practical steps, right? Here are some practical action steps that you can start working on today, right? Canned responses. Start filling up your do you have, I mean, have you vetted a system? Have you, have you looked at something that will enable you to have a canned response? I mean, at, at the, it's the most basic form. You can use your email and just use your draft folder and you can do that that way. <laughs> Somebody was posting on, on, on Facebook talking about how it, was, it would be cool to be able to schedule a text message as opposed to, having to save it and then remember to send it. I was like, I don't know what phone you have, but my phone's been scheduling text messages for a long time. And I do the same with my email. Here's, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a hack fam. I schedule somebody, this is me, my OCD. So somebody sends me an email. I want to respond to it while it's fresh in my mind, while I have that topic on my head. But I know if I respond there, this is not the end of the conversation. This person is going to respond back to me and I don't have capacity in the remainder of my day to respond to them again. So I schedule it. I schedule it at a time when if they respond, I can respond back to them. I'm, I'm building into my day freedom. You can't respond back to me because my email hasn't gone back. It hasn't gone out yet. <laughs> and my email's not going out till 2 a.m. tonight. <laughs> Canned responses, guest invitations. Do you, can you use a Google form? Can you use Calendly? How are you doing your social media? 
I know there's Agora Pulse out there. I know there's, you know, uh, Hootsuite was one that was big for a while. I know there's multiple platforms out there to do your social media management. But are you using one? Everybody knows that there's multiple out there, but are you using one? How are you scheduling your engagement? <laughs> a post went out and Kanika was like, oh, yeah, I just saw your, your post about uh, doing uh, video uh, consults on Amazon Live on Wednesdays. I was like, oh, yeah, that did go out today. I totally forgot. I've, now I've got to go and actually see who has commented and who has liked. And we got emails coming in with pictures of people's studios. How are you managing those pieces? Here's another one, right? Look for audience members to deputize. Find a niece or a nephew. Find an audience member who can help you. When we talk about scaling, we're not talking about hiring. That's always the misnomer. Oh, you're scaling up. So you're, you're ramping up. You're building the team. Man, you're bringing on full-time employees. No, I'm not. I've not brought on even one. I got about five or six people working with me. None of them are full-time. No, no, not one of not none of them are full time. We got five moderators in the chat. Five moderators. You'll see their names in the in the in the in the credits when it rolls at the end of the show. We've they they've naturally organically come through the ranks. They have been supporters of the community. They have been active. So we deputize them. When you want to scale, you want to start to carve off pieces of your operations and train others to do them for you. Look for ways to carve off those, those day-to-day things, those activities that must happen in between each show, in between each piece of content, in between each project that you're doing. Look for ways to send those to others and, 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 and give them a framework so that what they deliver is similar or in some, some cases, better than what you would have done yourself. Here's a question for you. Do you have a website and an email address? Not a Gmail address. Not a Gmail. Not a at gmail.com address. I want to say it that way because my business site is a Gmail account. But do you have a website and an email address? And here's, here's the question we talked about earlier. Who is monitoring those email addresses. So if somebody sends a message to the email that is associated to your YouTube account, who gets it? How often are you checking that email? Some people have it set to, you know, something like info at how it all works and, and, and I'll give you a, a very embarrassing example. Um, LinkedIn, I, I was doing some things on LinkedIn, but I had, I have not, I had not developed a rhythm or routine in checking LinkedIn. And so, and it wasn't a part of my daily routine. It was not a part of my VA's daily routine. And so there was, I went on LinkedIn to do something and I saw a bunch of messages in my LinkedIn and some of them were people reaching out to me for broadcast opportunities. I missed those opportunities. They had long been, you know, the date for the actual event had gone already. It was that long ago. Because I didn't have a system in place to go and check these places where I have been putting out value and feelers for people to consume what it is I have to offer. Well, if I'm doing that, then I need to also have a system to go out 
and check those places to see if anything is starting to grow. You plant the seeds and you just walk away. And you're shocked and amazed when something is actually growing. <laughs> You've got to own those spaces. You've got to own those processes. You have to check the systems to ensure that it's delivering a desired result. Here's another one I want you to do. I want you to set up a support page like yesterday. Whatever you, wherever you want to set it up at. Now, I'm a fan of buy me a coffee. There are some automation pieces that that site does for me that I just like. And I don't really want to do those pieces. I don't want to have to process payments. I don't want to have to send out the link. I don't want to have to do all of the things to get people into the after party. All of that is done by buy me a coffee integrated with Zoom. Done. Checked off of my list. I don't have to go over there to go and create it again and again and again, week after week. I don't have to do any of that stuff. That thing does it for me. Set up a support page because the support page not only gives you another piece of automation, it gives you another landing page, another piece of your overall puzzle, but also gives your audience a way to support you. Here's another one. We're rounding home base. Look for affiliate links for all of your stuff and sign up. Somebody said to me, yeah, but I, my content is on um, um, counseling. Uh, they're a counselor and they're, they're, try, they're coaching other counselors, right? So my content is on counseling. So, you know, who, who would be my affiliate links? I was like, what do you use? What do you mean what I use? What are the things you use on a day-to-day -day basis? Well, uh, okay, how do you get appointments? I use Calendly. All right, so sign up for a Calendly affiliate link. Well, Calendly doesn't really work with counseling. Who cares? <laughs> if you're using it and you can walk somebody else through it, if you can recommend it, sign up for the affiliate link. Doesn't matter if it's in your niche or not. If you use it, sign up for the affiliate link. Sign up for the affiliate link. Add it to your systems. Allow people to consume. Sign up for the affiliate link, add it to your systems, allow people to consume. Depending on your topic, your, your, your vertical market, your, your industry, depending on the question that you answer, the value that you provide, depending on your perfect person, depending on whatever it is that you do, you may also have the ability to set up consulting and professional services. Consulting and professional services. We're talking about automating, scaling, and monetizing. In order for you to have time to do some of the professional services, to do some of the consulting, you want to have these other pieces of the puzzle in place. You want to, if you want to, if you want to get your business across the line, okay, so whatever your end goal might be, Maybe your end goal is to be establish yourself as a thought leader. Remember, your end goal is to launch your speaking career. Maybe your end goal is to meet a specific person that you've always wanted to do business with. And your live show is the impetus for that. Yes, live video strategy can help you to do that. Whatever your end goal is, there are other fringe benefits that you can hang off of that thing as well. Don't have to be the primary goal. So if your primary goal is not to make money, that's not a big problem. But. Are you saying 
that if somebody wants to pay you for a session, that you're not going to take it? Are you saying that if somebody is already going to purchase Kajabi, which is your site, it's your email list, it's your membership, it's where you host your courses, are you saying that you're not going, you don't want them to come through your link just because that's not your end goal? Set it up. The heavy lift is only at the beginning, creating that first piece. Once you create that first piece, make it available. The next, the next things, the, the next bit of work that you have to do is to tweak, to revise, to iterate, to refine so that the process becomes smooth. So that the process can become smooth. The, 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 the other two sessions that we did, build, defining your brand, digging deep and understanding yourself, um, building an online community, keeping that two-way communication open, giving of yourself from a vulnerable place, allowing people to recognize that the value you have to offer is not pie in the sky. It's not something that you studied. It's something that you've lived. It's a process that you've gone through and you've documented it then you provide them that value because you now have a, a foolproof process that you can take people through. I want you to hear this. Now that you have a process for people to take, pe for, to take people through to get them to success, to get them to where you have, you've, maybe you got out of debt. You paid off you know, $500,000 in debt in a space of two and a half years and now you have this documented process. That documented process is your intellectual property. That documented process is your course. That documented process is the value you have. You give it in snippets. You give it in bite-sized chunks. You give it because it is your lived experience and it's, it's something that you, it is a part of you and what you have to offer. That documented process is a microcosm of how you automate and scale. You've got to document your process in order to be able to take people through that from one place to the next but you also have to create systems and processes to free yourself up to do the most important work and it's going to take time it's going to take an investment it's not going to be easy but it is going to be worth it because in the end it will give you space to be able to take on more when me and my wife were hiring a VA, we had to, we did all the interview process. We, we, we made the decision to actually hire a lady. The lady we hired, we had to delay her start date by one month. And in that month, we had to go through the process of documenting all of our stuff and creating systems because what we realized after we had said, yeah, we want to hire you, is now we're like, oh, I want you to do this, but I need to show you how to do it. And the whole process is in my head because I've never had anybody to do it with me before. So now I've got to document this process in order for you to help me. And I've got to do it at a time where it's not convenient. So I'm sharing with you again 
from a lived experience, someone who has actually done it the wrong way. You want to create those systems as early as you possibly can. You want to document those processes. Even if you're still the one that's manually doing it, it will help you in the long run. Because when you do begin to scale, when you do bring others on, whether they're paid or not, you have something for them to follow. And when they follow that, they will be able to arrive at the same result. They'll be able to arrive at the same result. I want to read this thing one last time and I'm going to get out of your way. There's a direct correlation between the systems you set up and in your business and in your content and the amount of freedom that you have. Systems and processes allow you to create consistent experiences for you, for your team, for your vendors, for your clients. And when you have consistency, you are able to track effectiveness, efficiency, profitability, and quality. When you have consistency in those experiences, you can track those things. And when you can track them, when you can itemize out reports of here is what we have been able to do, you have exactly what you need to create some organic partnerships and sponsorships. And that's the topic of our next episode. Thank you so much for chilling chillin with us and hanging out with us tonight. I'm going to grab a couple of comments and then we're going to get out of your way. Let's see what we got here. Uh, this is so good, Kirk. David Hunt says we got a couple of links here that were shared. Um, don't let other people control your time. Schmidtless says you need to be much more intentional with all communications. I love this. I love this. I love that Schmidtless. And we also have a couple other comments here. David says I'll be rewatching this with my notepad. Kirby says, your anointing is flowing, bro. Thank you. Danita says, awesome stuff, Kirk. I can't thank you guys enough for your time, your attention, for allowing me to share what I have experienced. And I'm hoping that it is impactful to you. I'm hoping that you somewhere along there got a chance to hear my heart and hear my lived experience as well. But also that you were able to put those puzzle pieces together, see that light bulb go off in your head, have that aha moment and peek behind the veil a little bit. Essentially, what we're saying is that we're hoping that you're able to figure out how it all works. We'll see you in the next video. The How It All Works podcast is a production by Composition, helping you better navigate live video. Visit us at howitallworks.com today.